0: We're talking about the dangers of hypocrisy, yours, mine, and ours, on this edition of The Grid. Coming up next, stay tuned.
1: The Grid, a digital frontier. I pictured patriots as they moved throughout our country. Do they look like individuals or small business? Were the rallies like church? I keep dreaming of a world I hope to one day see. And then, today, I got in. Hello, fellow Americans. This is Chris Coleman, your host with the Kingdom Patriot Group. Welcome to The Grid, where faith, politics, and commerce intersect. Are you looking for a residential or commercial glass and mirror company that's an industry leader, has more than 30 years of experience, and delivers top-notch craftsmanship with professionalism and integrity? Then you need to call Midwest Glass and Mirror in Stevensville, Michigan. I know Greg personally, and I can assure you he is a man of faith, a patriot, and loves God and country is a great example of American small business success due to hard work and an expert craft. Call 269-428-4464 or visit MidwestGlass.com today and ask how they can help you. Again, that's MidwestGlass.com or call 269-428-4464. Welcome to this week's News in Review. In political news, Dr. Anthony Fauci is at it again. For a guy that's not supposed to love the limelight, he sure seems to be camping out behind a camera an awful lot. In fact, in his most recent appearance, he says that he has a completely open mind about the origins of COVID-19, but he also says that the scientific evidence strongly suggests that it was not leaked from a lab. In fact, on CBS's Face the Nation, Fauci was asked about China's transparency Regarding the origins of COVID 19 and how the country's leading Chinese Communist Party was handling calls from investigation across the globe. I can't believe that we're still even talking about this. We're even entertaining the notion that this was a naturally occurring virus. Have these libs not figured out that China is obviously going to be very, very transparent? They're going to be transparent with the information and narrative that they want us to believe. Seriously, folks, this is almost. Embarrassing. Now, as we move towards the Supreme Court, Supreme Court Associate Justice Amy Coney Barrett is facing calls to recuse herself due to her Christian faith from an upcoming case involving a web designer's handling of wedding websites for LGBTQ clients. The Supreme Court will begin hearing oral arguments on December the 5th. I love the double standard here. Does that mean that Sotomayor and Kagan should have recused themselves from the Dobbs case? that overturned Roe v. Wade? Well, of course not, because according to the left, you should only have to recuse yourself if your personal belief system is in opposition to their agenda. The hypocrisy here is unbelievable. Also, I saw this in the news. Once the Republicans are sworn in in the House of Representatives in January, McCarthy vows to remove Adam Schiff, Ilhan Omar, and Swalwell from their respective committees. The Democrats are completely up in arms about this. I mean, but come on. The famous squad member Omar is preaching tolerance and acceptance, but she absolutely hates Israel, has made that very public, and has absolutely destroyed them with her rhetoric. I guess tolerance for the left means we accept your views as long as they are the same as ours. Anything less, and we will destroy you. Hypocrisy 101, folks. Going straight to the halls of Congress, Democrat Adam Schiff said he would have to consider the validity of any congressional subpoena before he would comply with it. Wow, didn't Steve Bannon say he didn't consider the January sixth committee, or I should say the January sixth subpoena to that committee legitimate? In fact, he defied that subpoena, and what happened? He ended up going to jail for contempt of Congress Um that sounds like hypocrisy to me, folks. Now, in cultural news, this was pretty big this week. Disney CEO is out, the old Disney CEO is back in, and the Disney movie Strange New World absolutely bombs at the box office. In fact, it didn't even air in some of the Middle Eastern countries because of its openly gay character. Maybe having your company go woke and political to a generally moderate public at large is not a real good idea. More to come on this, but I'm glad to see Disney is having to face the music. The next big move might be help the progressive VPs take their talents permanently to the view. Now, speaking of hypocrisy, I saw a video the day that absolutely blew me away. A middle-aged white man approached several different couples. He asked them, do you have a problem if I identify as a woman? And the response was, of course, no, not at all. You can be a woman if you want to. Well, then he pivoted and said, what if I identify as a black woman? Well, at that, the folks said, well, you can't do that. You're white. He said, yes, but I identify as black. And they responded, yes, but you have white skin. You can't do that. But then he brought up the fact that he wasn't a woman, but that they were okay with him identifying as that. And they said, yes, because you identify that way. That's what you believe. Do people not understand this double standard? I can't believe it. I just go, wow, every time I see something like that. This is hypocrisy of the highest order. And by the way, in global cultural news, violent protests are ramping up in China. You see, even in a communist country after decades of tyrannical rule, people still are bent towards freedom. That is how God designed us. Now, I'm sure the CCP will release another virus or just outright incarcerate or eliminate the protesters, but it shows you how unpopular the lockdowns are. Seriously, it is a vice on the human spirit. Oh, and if you want to travel internationally, I wouldn't recommend using JetBlue. JetBlue still will not hire anyone who is unvaccinated. But it did hire a violent felon to fly its plane. I guess that it's safer for their crew and passengers. Talk about hypocrisy. Wow. And lastly, Elon Musk may become a regular on the weekly news and review. He's at it again. He's restoring the Twitter accounts of many who were banned if they didn't violate the law. In the name of tolerance, liberals like Alyssa Milano are going crazy. She turned in her Tesla in protest and exchanged it for a Volkswagen she probably doesn't realize that Volkswagen actually was developed under the German Nazi regime. Again, tolerance and acceptance of differing opinions is apparently one-sided and in reality a complete myth for the left. Is Elon really the dangerous one here or is it the deep state that is trying to silence and control the information, the narrative, and the culture? Hypocrisy, folks. Pure and simple. For this week's news and review, that's a wrap.
0: Hello, and welcome to this edition of The Grid. Today, I am hosting, can you believe it? My name is Sean Griffin, and I am accompanied here by our regular hosts, the host with the most, Chris Coleman. Chris, thanks for joining me today.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. This feels a little bit uh, awkward, but I think we can run with it.
0: Yeah. We'll see if I've got my sea legs. Today, our topic is a little personal, or it could be. It's hypocrisy. I know, I know, I know. It's like we hear it all the time. I'm sure you do too, Chris. People will stand up with their hand up and say, yes, I hate hypocrisy.
1: Yeah, this will be pretty interesting. And as you would probably guess, Sean, I might have a few thoughts as we run through this.
0: Yes. So today we are chatting about hypocrisy, yours, mine, and ours. Let's go for it. All right, so we're going to start off today with a good old-fashioned definition. Hypocrisy. Webster. Nancy Pelosi. Chuck Schumer. Environmentalists. Climate change activists. Whoops, 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 whoops. Sorry, Chris. Not hypocrites. Hypocrisy. Sorry. Okay, let's go back to Webster's Dictionary. We're talking about hypocrisy here. So,
1: You know, Sean... It, I almost didn't even catch the joke because it's I, that's what I would expect to find in the dictionary, but I digress.
0: <laughs> there were no pictures next to those names, I promise. So Webster's Dictionary, noun, the practice of claiming to have moral standards or beliefs to which one's own behavior does not conform. Pretense. Then there was some other online dictionary, their definition, I think it was a noun. A pretense of having a virtuous character, moral or religious beliefs, or principles, etc. that one does not really possess. Then vocabulary.com, their first definition, I've got two pulled from them. Both of them nouns. First definition, insincerity by virtue of pretending to have qualities or beliefs that you do not really have. The second noun is an expression of agreement that is not supported by real conviction. Synonym, lip service.
1: Oh, Sean, that actually makes me think of a particular situation that's not only relevant, it's also recent. And its it was in the Senate debate between the Democrat, John Fetterman, and the Republican Mehmet Oz in Pennsylvania. And as they were talking about, one of the things they were talking about was fracking. And John Fetterman had a long history of saying, I'll never support fracking. I don't want any part of fracking. But yet in the debate, he said this. Let's roll the tape. In a 2018 interview, you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. I never have. I've I've always supported fracking. Sean, as we just listened to that, would that be a good example of hypocrisy? of an expression of agreement that's not really supported by reality. Dude, uh, just classic. Just totally classic. We nailed it. I think if we looked, not even hard, if we looked easy, we could probably find a hundred examples of this or more from this current crop of politicians.
0: Yeah, bumper crop. All right, let's take a look at a couple more, not to exacerbate anything, but... uh, Let's just take another look. A situation in which someone pretends to believe something they do not really believe or that is opposite of what they say or do at another time.
1: That sounds like that definition came from Cambridge. It did.
0: It did. I've been to Cambridge. It was just a visit. Nice. No no tuition money spent. And then lastly, we have the Sean's Hip and With It version. I like this one. It really helps us to dive into the dangers of hypocrisy. And that definition is dot, dot, dot to claim and promote a belief or conviction while living the opposites.
1: You know why I really like your definition? That just really gets down to the heart of the matter. It's really saying one thing, but doing something completely opposite.
0: That is so true. So what we want to focus on today is the dangers of hypocrisy, not the hypocrisy itself, but what it can do to the person practicing it, whether intentional or unintentional, and to those around them who experience the impact of it, whether they realize it or not. That is what we're going to dive into right after this. Okay, I see you share videos every day of one-year-old Johnny falling asleep with his face in his birthday cake. If you can share that video, surely you can share the grid with your friends and neighbors. Post it on Facebook, like it on YouTube, share it on Twitter, email, or text it. Help us grow our audience. And for goodness sakes, hit that like button and give us a five-star rating when you listen. Thank you for joining the fight for faith and freedom. All right, Chris, we are back. We're going to dive into the dangers. So, The first danger that pops up to me, and these are not in any particular order. They're just the order that they came up as I was jotting down my notes. (laughs) Danger number one, it hides the truth and it hides the truth from those who have yet to believe. Let's just use faith as our example. We can be consistently walking through that example. It hides the truth from those who have yet to believe. People watching me and my actions could totally miss the truth that I'm actually saying because they're watching what I do instead of what I say.
1: Yeah, and I think an important part of that, Sean, is that you're not saying that you're not doing things that Christ has commanded you to do or that they're not areas of your life in which you are actually demonstrating the gospel. The problem is the word hide is what jumps out to me. It hides, it obscures, it dilutes it makes the truth of Christ difficult or impossible to see because of the barrier of hypocrisy.
0: Yeah, it totally camouflages it, makes it look like something else. And unfortunately, they don't see the difference or the change that Jesus can make in someone's life because of my actions. The next item is that it makes others resistant to the truth of the gospel. They don't hear the truth. People watch me or watch you, and if we're doing, living the hypocritical thing, they decide they don't want what we claim to have.
1: Yeah, what's interesting about that is that inherently, I think we want truth. All people do. I think that that is something that the Lord has built into our humanity. And so when we are living one reality and someone else is trying to demonstrate that there's a better way, and in this case, the eternal way then we're instantly going to want to look and see. well, am I being told the truth? You're telling me that Jesus can change my life, but I look at your life and I'm not seeing the kind of change that I want. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They end up synonymizing Christianity with your version and it makes them sick. And that can have eternal consequences. Because if somebody doesn't jump in, if that is never corrected, then when they pass from this life, they're going to have to deal with the eternal consequences, and we don't want that we don't
1: no, not at all. I mean, when we talk about it the Kingdom Pager group, everything that we stand for, the heart of what we do is we want to see people come to know Christ yet hypocrisy is one of those areas that just doesn't affect you it ha- it does damage to those around you and Sean, I know that you have a very personal experience in which you've got to see this very firsthand on the front lines, so to speak. Would you like to uh, share that story, even though I know it's hard?
0: Well, you know, just in brief, we moved to Texas and I really got discipled in the church that I was attending here. And my life changed because I was watching folks live out what they said that they believed and if there was any hypocrisy especially among the teenagers i didn't see it because suddenly i was going to a school that had like two thousand kids in it i would occasionally see somebody from church but we were scattered about so much that you know i really didn't and frequently dad would mention the folks down at the gin mill on Friday or Saturday night, and then singing in the choir on Sunday morning. Just expressing that concern, it didn't occur to me at that point in time that I knew he hadn't been to the gin mill on Friday or Saturday night. (laughs) Didn't quite catch that part. But anyway, the point being, he had seen so much of it that his ears were closed to the truth that anybody brought up.
1: You know, Sean, when you share that to me, there was, uh, you and I were doing show prep and we were talking about this. And one of the things that just came to my mind I hadn't thought about before was the perception of hypocrisy. So you're talking about your dad saw that or or referenced all the people at church who were down at the gin mill on Fridays, yet he never actually went. So how could he have seen them? Maybe it was the rumor. Maybe it was an assumption. But it reminds me of that scripture about We must avoid every appearance of evil and must live our lives above reproach because it's not just not being a hypocrite, it's actually also avoiding situations that would create the appearance of hypocrisy. The optics really matter.
0: That's gold right there. Man, that's gold. This whole podcast could be wrapped up in what you just said right there. So good. We're not done. But, oh, my gosh, so true. Perception, what are people perceiving? And that's why it's so important that we live the truth and make sure to look at ourselves and is there anything that we're doing that is not matching up with what we say we believe. Hey, we're humans, and we're a work in progress.
1: You know, Sean, when you say that, too, it reminds me of two other Scriptures that I think are really important. We started this podcast by having a little poking a little fun at Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer because clearly There are areas of their lives their public life that is just just laden with hypocrisy But scripture also commands us to not take the speck out of someone else's eye until we remove the plank out of our own And so when you say that we should examine ourselves, I think that's absolutely true. It's easy to call out the hypocrisy in others It's not so easy to identify, accept, and in a humble way, repent of our own hypocrisy. So that definitely came to mind as you were sharing that. One other thing that came to mind is we actually see in Matthew 6, starting in verse 2. I'm not going to read the whole scripture, but Jesus is talking about when you give to the needy, don't announce it to the world. In fact, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Don't grandstand. Do it in secret. In doing so, You'll, you'll move from being a pleaser of men to a pleaser of God. And I think of a recent example, and unfortunately, it's a Republican example. You and I talked about this on the Lat podcast, or at least in our, I think, in the newsroom review, about how the Republican Party said once they, they take, or once they become the majority in the House of Representatives, that they're going to go after Hunter Biden and all of President Biden's uh, business dealings that likely are very criminal based on what we know. But it was this whole idea of we're announcing its world and we're grandstanding. And it's like, isn't that the kind of thing that the Republicans have comp- accused the Democrats of in the past, grandstanding the atom shifts of the world on those guys? Why don't we just do this behind closed door? It is work that needs to be done, but do we really need to do that? Do we need to call out the other side for doing these things that are clearly wrong and then turn around and create the same optics? I. I I'm just not feeling that. I really think this is, I think you're hitting on a very key issue here that we need to take to heart.
0: Yeah, totally. Because when it all comes out in the wash, it's going to be more effective that way. For them, there'll be less pressure because they're not doing it in front of the world. And just like for the the person who's done their good deed in secret, The pressure is not on what they did, but the impact what they did had on the person they were doing it for. So good. So good. Well, next up, we're talking about living in two worlds. This is where things can go bad, really badly and very deeply. Hypocrites, those who have been practicing it for a while, a hypocrite can end up living in two worlds. When those two worlds collide, someone is going to get hurt, and it may not be the hypocrite.
1: No, it actually reminds me in some ways of the drunk driver that uh, when the drunk driver behaves in a reckless manner and they're in an automobile accident, more often than not, it's the innocent that get hurt. And the, the drunk driver is the one that comes out at least physically unscathed. But the damage
0: has been done. And with no memory. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good metaphor there. It can also make you a terrible role model because people are hearing one thing and they're seeing another. Your role model is inconsistent and they can't follow after what you're doing. But it can go even deeper because if you keep practicing it, you can end up with a dual life. And wow, that's, that's rugged. I know that in my own family, had a beloved uncle on the surface for a godly man. There's no reason whatsoever to question that. Family gatherings, he would be the one called on to say the blessing over the meal, whether it was a holiday or a birthday. He and dad were hunting buddies, so they got about as close as any two men in the South could get. And ugh, it was rough. There were nights that he would come home. And I'd hear him talk about my uncle's God. He wanted nothing to do with him. It was rough. That part was hard. But what it did to his family when the dual life was actually discovered, it destroyed them. It absolutely destroyed them.
1: It really does. It just, because, um, like you said, you're espousing one set of beliefs. And even as your father correctly said, why would I want a, a part of a God like that? Again, I think we're all inherently built to want to see truth. And when we see these two worlds collide, what we see is a lie. And why would I believe the lie?
0: Right. And we're not saying that's where all hypocrisy ends. It doesn't. Most people that have some level of hypocrisy, it's a fairly low level. But I'm just wanting to point out that it can go extreme. Next danger is actually you. What it does to the hypocrite themselves, and there's two things we want to point out about this: it destroys trust that people have in you, and it can destroy whatever reputation you've got.
1: You know, Sean, we as we've talked about on this episode, hypocrisy and the dangers. I don't think people who are being honest with themselves are going to disagree with anything we've shared. It's dangerous. It's destructive, and it hurts people outside. The person committing hypocrisy outside the hypocrite. But one thing that we haven't talked about is kind of what that can look like. Yes, you read the definitions, but I wanted to throw something out there. We often view hypocrisy in exactly the same model that we've talked about, where it's I'm saying one thing, but I'm doing another. But I think there's a more subtle example of hypocrisy that I've seen. I've seen, I've done it. I've seen other people do it that I think is a real danger. And that's where. We espouse a set of beliefs, but it's not always what we do that's in contradiction to that. It's sometimes is what we don't do. And so I'll give an example that you're in a work situation and you tell people that we live our lives placing others more important than ourselves, that we place others' needs above our own because that's what Scripture has commanded us to do. And then we see a team member or an employee who gets really mistreated by the supervisor in an unfair way or is even accused or even terminated. And we decide not to stand up for that person, but out of fear of our own job. And that's an example where we've just told everybody that we place others' needs higher than our own. But then when push came to shove, we decided that our own job was more important than speaking up for the truth. And so I think that we could think of a lot of examples of that, where it's not always what we do that's the hypocrisy. It's sometimes what we don't do, the absence of acting on truth and faith and belief.
0: Wow. Yeah. They discovered, what are you, all talk? Yeah. Well, wow. that's rough. And it's so real. How many times have we all seen that? Chris, I need to interrupt our really valuable conversation to
1: make an announcement. Sean, Sean, I got this. Okay. So we are talking about America First Insurance Group. You remember Tony Lanny that we interviewed last week on the grid and had all this information to share about the wonderful work that this insurance group is doing, a group that loves God, loves country, and only does business with those organizations that promote freedom? Yes. Sean, they do. Life insurance, home, auto renters, even involved in Christian health share programs. These guys have become an official sponsor of the grid, therefore supporting the work that we do here at the Kingdom Patriot Group. Well, thanks for hijacking
0: my announcement, but that's true. And I love their slogan. Their slogan is Ensuring Your Life, Protecting Your Liberty. So anyway, watch for them because we're going to have spots beginning sometime very soon, but we just wanted to announce it. And hey, Tony, if you're listening, hey, just a shout out to you. Just wanted people to know. It's so important, I think, for our audience to know that, hey, there's an insurance group out there that is working in such a way that any profits that they might donate are not going to go to liberal causes. So, anyway, super stoked about that. Love it. Isn't that awesome? Love it. We have contact information in the show notes. So, like, this is the preview of the preview. So, if you want to quote, check out our show notes. And Tony, thank you. We look forward to the commercial spots coming. So now we're back and we just want to land this plane with a plea. We're just fellow believers reaching out to fellow believers and potential believers. And our plea is for us to take a look at our lives and synchronize our lives to embrace what we say we believe and walk it out. And hey, As we discover that there's stuff we're doing that doesn't agree with what we say that we're trying to believe, let's turn away from it. The awesome news is that God forgives. And when we turn from our hypocrisy and we turn to him, he can take what was our hypocrisy and use it as a testimony to help fellow hypocrites get out of hypocrisy, but also Help those who have been jaded by hypocrisy. Chris, final thoughts?
1: Yeah, Sean, when you say that, the word that comes to my mind is repentance. We do need to apologize when we've acted in a in a in a way that just really highlights hypocrisy, especially when it's hurt individuals. But first we have to get before the Lord and ask him to examine our heart. I mean, scripture does say that that whatever's in the dark will be brought to light, and I believe that includes our hypocrisy. So we first want to just repent before the Lord. I also want to, you know, just make a point to say that you don't have to look very far to find hypocrisy. Now we started again the show by talking about politicians. You can find it in politics. You can find it with people of faith. You can find it in commerce. You know, as at the Kingdom Patriot Group, as we talk about faith, politics, and commerce, you're going to find hypocrisy everywhere. But at the end of the day, what we're really talking about is the individual. Why? Because it's individuals. Who change lives? It's individuals who demonstrate the change, the dramatic, the eternal change of the gospel. And so, really, I think what we're talking about today is because one of our main goals is we want to we want people to hear about God's kingdom, and therefore we want people to focus on the things that are barriers to that. And I know, Sean, this was something that was near and dear to your heart. And it's been on your heart for some time that we wanted to talk about because for that very reason, we know that this is an obstacle in the church to reaching the lost. So that's what we're asking. That's, is, yes, you're going to see hypocrisy everywhere, but rather than pointing out and going after it solely, what we really ask is that you examine your own hearts first. Because more important than politics, more important than commerce, the most important thing is that we reach people with the good news of Jesus Christ.
0: So good. Thank you, Chris. For the believer, examine ourselves. And for the person who has yet to believe, please look for the truth. Please look past our human frailties, because some of us are more frail than others. (laughs) I mean, let's just be real. Jesus didn't live a life of hypocrisy. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And we can trust him when his followers are a little wonky. Thank you for listening. Till next time.
1: Till next time.
0: Thanks for joining us for this edition of The Grid. Special thanks to our sponsor, Midwest Glass and Mirror of Stevensville, Michigan. Check out our show notes for their contact information. Please be sure to visit our website at kingdompatriot.us to join the movement of faith and freedom. That's kingdompatriot.us. Join us today so that together we can make a difference. Your membership is appreciated. Your input is valued. Your voice is needed. I'm Sean Griffin, and I am a Kingdom Patriot.